fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Final try Hey everybody and welcome to big episode number two of the fifth season of the Fantasy Fullback Dive brought to you by the good people at the Roto Street Journal. I, of course, am your host, Nat the Truth Jones, and I am happy to be, even here in the fifth season, hosting a podcast that's going to be paving the way to fantasy glory, even though the fantasy season is long gone. Uh, It's only the degenerates right now that are listening to podcasts about stuff like this. But anyway, I'm your host, Nat the Truth Jones. Joining me, as always, the Wolf of Roto Street himself. But not just the Wolf of Roto Street himself. No, I've got them all. I got, we have the duck himself. The duck uh, preparing for marriage and life beyond uh, is joining us in the upper left-hand corner. Right, there we go. <laughs> that should be your signature sign on pistol to the head. Uh, we've also got Keegs uh, reporting from somewhere, possibly Aaron Hernandez's old prison cell. I'm not sure. Um, but there it is. It's nice to have Keegs with us. And CJ, who is snuggling up. Possibly in a little bit too familiar of a way with a large body pillow. Um, and that's my group. That's my four. We were going to have Jimbo Slice on, but he was unprepared. Usually when Jimbo's unprepared, he's just like, oh, my power went out. Uh, and then he's gone. But this time he just elected not to come on the show. We had to turn away guests. We literally had to turn away guests. But I'm thrilled to have you guys on today. We're going to be doing Super Bowl 54. Man, I hope it's 54. I just kind of threw a number out there. Prop bets. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today. How are you guys doing? It's been a while. Hell yeah, man. It's great to, to hear the voice. Great to be back in the last game of the 2019 season. I guess 2020, whatever the fuck you call this at this point. It's just great to wrap it up with a great tradition of the uh, RSJ. I think it's our third time ever doing the roundtable prop bets. It's always a hit of an episode, a great way to kind of package up last season. And then we just move forward with 2020, baby. So I'm, I'm thrilled, even though it's I feel like I'm, I don't know about you, CJ and Keegs, but I feel like a spoiled little bitch because I'm like, uh, the Patriots aren't in it this year so i mean i guess yeah. i'll watch the super bowl we're kind of assholes in that sense you're it's not true. kind I mean, of they're assholes not it, you're so like a huge asshole <laughs> i feel like it's not even being it's feel like it's not even on this weekend <laughs> yeah, exactly. really? in contrast i feel like this is like the most interesting super bowl that's come around in a long time i mean the eagles patriots ended up being great but that was i wasn't really expecting that yeah i'm, I'm very excited about yeah. the super bowl Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm thrilled too. And, and the way we'll, we'll structure this here, we're going to break down the actual game. Uh, so we have like the uh, kind of a Super Bowl preview through a betting lens with our, our resident addicts uh, here. And we'll, we'll go through the players, all the props that we love. And then we'll kind of do the, the fun halftime show, other weird ass bets that we, we really can't wait to throw in and then see what happens too. So I'm thrilled to break it down with the boys here. Uh, it should be a great one. Can I ask all you Patriots homers? Like, <laughs> How threatened are you by this whole Jimmy G thing? Like, basically, we have two quarterbacks that are going out. We have a quarterback who's far more talented than Brady ever was on his best day, and one who's much more handsome than Brady was on his best day going head-to-head. I mean, that's got to like be like stinging you guys in a lot of uncomfortable ways, right? <laughs> Keys, no? you want to take this? You, I mean, are you just I like mean, utterly threatened by this? I know because, one, I'm happy for Jimmy. Good. Like we can, we can be happy for the guy. I wanted him to be the next guy up. He came around a few years too early. So be it. But also, I mean, the guy was what six of 10 for 70 yards on FC championship. Like if he just does that again, like 
only like the Felger and Maz of the world are really going to think like, oh, we should have kept this guy. We're screwed now. Like, I don't know. Like you stick, you stick Brady, you stick Jacoby Brissett, you stick anybody as quarterback of the Niners, and they're probably in the Super Bowl. So I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I respect your response to that, but let's not sell Jimmy G short, and let's not sell the handsomeness short. I mean, he's a very attractive man. My wife, my wife's really oh. into Jimmy G, and she hates I'm football. Better, yes. Oh yeah. There's no he's, he's, well, he's way he's way hotter than Tom. Oh yeah, on Tom's best day, definitely in a different way. <laughs> right. Yeah, like. Younger, like Tom better, keeps aging, younger, well. it's a like fuck Mary kill thing. I'm I'm screwing Jimmy because he's just. So but you want to marry Tom? You want to spend your life Tom with him? Just, at age sixty, the guy's going to be even hotter than he is today. He just keeps getting better and better. And he's growing hair, like yeah. his, his hair is like sprouting in places it doesn't usually. Duck, you've been a little bit silent during this opening. What are your thoughts on the whole handsome Jimmy versus Mahomes uh, <laughs> breakdown and Brady being conspicuously absent from the scene? Thank God. Uh, my first uh, observation was Mr. Body Pillow Cuddler back there talking about how hot Tom Brady is. That just raises a lot of uh, alarms in my head. No, it's Jimmy G. Oh, right. yeah. Either way. Either way, you're getting a chub for something that's not a pregnant woman. So at least that's considered <laughs> progress, I suppose. <laughs> People are coming out guns blazing here early on in the prop bet. Go ahead, Duck. <laughs> Uh, Brady only wishes he could be half the natural passer that uh, Mahomes is, and I'm one of the biggest Brady homers ever, and Jimmy G wishes he had Patrick Mahomes' system. We'll see. Mahomes wishes he looks like Garoppolo. Everyone wishes they look like Garoppolo. Sure. Garoppolo wishes they'd shut up. <laughs> that was succinct. <laughs> that was straight to the point, and we appreciate your candor. Um, we're going to get right into the Super Bowl spread. Like you guys are saying, you're you know disappointed. Oh, the Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl. It's like the Super Bowl would have absolutely sucked if the Patriots were in it. This is the Super Bowl kind of that the people deserved. I feel like the Saints once again managed to lay an egg. I, you know, I would have liked the Saints coming out of the NFC. Uh, maybe the Niners, but of course they managed to not get it done yet again. So we got this great Chiefs-Niners matchup. Uh, the line right now, the Chiefs are one and a half point favorites. We got a 54 and a half point over-under. So I'm just going to go around real quick. I mean, that's, I guess, the first prop of the day. I'm going to say, what do you think of the spread? Who do you like? How do you see this game going? Uh, game flow, score, anything else you want to throw in there? Keegs, we're going to start with you. What do you think of the spread? What do you think of the over-under? Who's coming out on top? The spread's interesting. Uh, I, I like the Chiefs, if we're looking at them at minus one and a half. I think it's going to be close throughout and especially early. Um, and I honestly thought the Niners were going to, were going to be like three, four, four point favorites from this. And it would have made me feel better about throwing a little on the chiefs, but I, I still like them. I, I, it's, it, I mean, it's basically a pick them at that point. And, and I don't know, they're just that offense. I, I don't know if you stop it for four quarters. Okay. Uh, what do you th- what are your thoughts on the over under? I mean, 54 and a half, you got a great defense. You got a saying the chiefs are an explosive offense. Seems like an understatement. I could see it going either way. Do you like the over or the under? I definitely like the under. Uh, I, it sucks to root for the under, especially in a game that you know the, for the first time in four years I don't have like a like an emotional interest in this game. So I'd like to just sit back and root for eighty five points, but I think the under is more realistic. Okay, so final score, putting you on the spot. What do you think? I mean, obviously, it sounds like you like the Chiefs in a close one and not that high scoring. I'm going to say twenty four eighteen. 
Okay. 24-18 Chiefs. Duck is like wincing. Yeah. He's up in the upper left-hand <laughs> corner of my screen. He's that wincing exactly. up there. It's like he's wait got minute, like... That was like a, like one of those Chris Berman predictions when he's like, they're going to win this game 11-9. to nine. <laughs> oh, no, What was that, uh, what was that NFC championship game a long time ago with the Rams and the Bucks? It was like 12-5 uh, to five or something. The Sean King Bucks. Um, just to throw, throw something I don't know if you. any of us were alive for that one, dude. Well, <laughs> Always man. able to date yourself, Nat. You're lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead, uh, Doc. You're wincing. You're cringing. You didn't like that 24 to 18 predict. I wonder how. What do you think? You like six field goals for the uh, Niners? You think Robbie Gold's going to have a huge game? Hey, now we're talking my language. No, All right, uh, go ahead, get, Doc. Get, get that garbage out of here. I'm uh, I'm mashing the over on both of these. Actually, we could uh, break it down, get into the analytics of it. Matter of fact, I think I will. The Chiefs, they have. What the one of the best off- offenses we've ever seen, certainly probably the most explosive offense that we've ever seen. The 49ers, they actually struggled quite a lot through most of the year against explosive offenses. They gave up large chunk plays, particularly in the run game. The speedy receivers gave them fits. Well, Patrick Mahomes has more speedy receivers than a track, than a track, whatever. You get what I'm saying? I, I got... The Chiefs almost score. Actually, I had them scoring 40 points on their own. If that tells you anything, where I'm going with this, and I think the 49ers' ground game will be able to keep it close early, but eventually it's just going to be too much. I'm absolutely mashing the over. The Chiefs win similar fashion to how it went with Tennessee. I've got the Chiefs winning 41-28. 41-28. That almost sounds like an actual like possible football score. Come on, man. This is a prop bet show. You're supposed to like throw a couple safeties in there. Um, Wolf, what do you think? Uh, what do you think of the spread over under? What are your thoughts on the game? I'm definitely more with the duck. I think it's going to be closer than that, but I am hitting the over. Uh, and, you know, a, an interesting stat is that the underdogs in Super Bowls are seven and four since the, uh, 2008. So it does seem to favor San Fran. I do think San Fran's definitely the more complete team. There's just this destiny style feel to Mahomes and Andy Reid finally getting the monkey off his back. And I do think that happens, but I, I think it's going to come down to the last possession. I do think we're going to get one of those back and forth battles that, that it, you know, Mahomes maybe leads a game winner drive, similar to what we saw in that Pats game. Unfortunately, not the right outcome, uh, but I do think we're going to get a classic Super Bowl here. I do think it's going to go over. I'm thinking, you know, 35 to you know 28, maybe that's even like too distant in my opinion. I don't think it's going to be a touchdown differential. Uh, so, so I love this one, 35, 31. I think the uh, the Chiefs pull it out, but it, you know it, it could go either way. I really love this game. I, I'm excited for it. As excited as you could be with the Patriots not being in there. CJ, so, thoughts? I mean, what do you think? Oh, is the body pillow even I'll really a body pillow, or do you have? Is like oh, yeah. some? Oh no, it's a full. It's is a full somebody cuddle. in there like chatting? Well, like okay. All, right. <laughs> All right, talk to us. What are your thoughts <laughs> a, on the game? On the big game, not um, the Super Bowl. The big game. I'm gonna say uh, I'm the only one that's, that likes the 49ers. I guess I think they can control the clock a little bit, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. That worked for Houston for a little bit, for about uh, like a quarter and a half, and. Um, I don't know. I think they could kind of just control the clock and just do whatever they want to do for a little bit. It's going to be. I think uh, you shared that stat with me at dinner the other day. Where isn't it like they're ranked the the Chiefs like dead last against uh, I formation and nobody runs more I formation than the Niners yeah, exactly. something like that nature. It was like 
Yeah, I think it was the Niners run the most out of the eye formation first in the league and have the most yards out of the eye formation, and then the Chiefs have given up the most yards against the eye formation. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I could, I'm guessing like a 27, 24, 27, 21, one of those around there. So I'm going to stay under and uh, 49ers win. All right. For the record, I'm also taking the Niners 24-20. I also think the under is the way to go. I just look at the eye test. You know, I don't have any eye formation stats. I'm just using, I watch these games and the Niners just seem like they're the best team. I, I get that the Chiefs can score 35 points, you know, in a quarter potentially. And I suppose that could happen. But uh, I think I'm going with the Niners. I, I, and I, I just don't see them giving up that number of points. And I think their running game has just looked practically unstoppable. Uh, so it will be interesting to see too, who, which like because both coaches have that choke artist history, right? Oh, Kyle yeah. Shanahan twenty eight to three, and then you got Andy Reid, who just has never won a big game. So somebody's going to finally get that monkey off their back, and then somebody's going to just be that much lower in that type of uh, regard. So I'm very intrigued to see which one takes it. I think we're all in a position because of that. It's a good point. We're all in a position where like no result is going to really surprise us. You know, right. it's like you you're pulling, you mm-hmm. think the Chiefs are going to win. If the Chiefs lose forty five to ten, how shocked are you really going to be? You're not going to be that shocked. And Mahomes will put up ten points. They're going to put up some fucking points. Well, what if Andy Reid just what if Andy Reid just decides he's going to power run with Damian Williams for three and a half quarters? <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't he's be that shocked, it. right? They'd have better yeah. luck running it with Andy Reid. I mean, he is half walrus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you think that Andy Reid – I, I know this is one of the prop bets at the end, but we're talking about all these crazy prop bets that I'm hoping you guys will bring up at the end. What odds do you think you could get on Andy Reid admitting that he's at least part genetically a walrus in, in his <laughs> post-game acceptance? Or not just post-game acceptance speech. It could also be like his like his head's down at the press conference. They've just lost the game, and he's just like, oh, I don't know, things didn't work out. Um, you know, my grandfather was half walrus, and uh, you know, the walrus DNA has really finally caught up to me. It pans to the audience. It's like Andy Reid's family's here, and there's like his father's a walrus clapping, like fucking flapping some like fins in the crowd. Right, and the, oh, tick- there, the ticker at the sense. bottom, you know, uh, Niners win Super Bowl 45-10. Reid admits he's 116th walrus. <laughs> I, I so, see it happen, yeah. Is Andy Reid and Jason Garrett related? The clapper, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that's interesting. That's a hot take. Okay, let's let's let's. I don't know. I don't know if they are, but let's go with it. Um, all right, who's going to win the Super Bowl MVP? Uh, you know, we have a pretty awesome array of MVP possible winners. I mean, if you're like Keegs and you think Robbie Gould's going to kick six field goals uh, plus ten thousand, uh, he's not bad odds. Uh, Mahomes, uh, the clear favorite at one fifteen plus one fifteen. Jimmy G at plus two seventy five. Mostert at plus 550, and then Kittle at plus 1,000, and then you kind of go up from there. We're going to start with CJ. Who do you like to win the MVP? Um, I just want to say that I, last year I did hit Edelman. You did. So That's why I started with you. Now. I feel like you earned you the, the pole position. Uh, this year I don't really have a great feeling. Um, I would be boring <laughs> to say if the Chiefs win it is Mahomes. Like I don't see anyone else. The funniest one I was thinking would be Tyree Kill. Imagine the NFL throwing Tyree Kill on the MVP podium after this soft season. <laughs> like, like he should be like plus like ten thousand. Like there's he could have fifteen touchdown catches. He's not. not They're just like no, nah, no. He could have done more. Um. So yeah, I mean Mahomes is the easy decision. I like Kittle a little bit. I don't. I'm not personally going to take this. I decided I don't really feel comfortable with it, but uh, most it's another easy decision. There's no really like 
there's no kind of random guy, like a low odds guy that I love. So I'm just going to be boring and say those guys. The like, four of the top six guys on the sheet, you're going with them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, that's 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 the type of in-depth analysis we're looking for. Keith, you got you got any, any? I mean, he took pretty much all of them. You got anybody else? Uh, I mean, yeah, the quarterbacks are obviously the safe pick. Um, I, I was looking into it a little uh, for the article I was putting out, and um, if, for non QBs, the last fifteen or so years, it's always it's been a couple wide receivers and like a linebacker here and there, and that's it. So. Um, I think, you know, that, that kind of sets the tone going in. I think for the Chiefs, if it's not Mahomes, it's going to be one of the guys he's throwing to because it's going to mean that he had a huge game. So I like Watkins. He's uh, plus 5,500. He had a massive AFC championship game after shitting his pants for 17 straight weeks since week one. And um, I think just if you're the Niners, you're, you're game planning for, for Mahomes, obviously, for Hill, for Kelsey, all these weapons. And maybe, you know, a guy like like Watkins or maybe McCole Hardman kind of sneaks in there, gets a couple long touchdowns, racks up 220 yards, and, and they just throw him a bone with the MVP. I mean, it's going to be Mahomes if they win, but if it's not, you know, might as well go for go for the odds there. And then San Francisco, if they win it, it's going to mean their defense came out to play. And if their defense came out to play, I think it's going to be big Bosa game. So Joe, uh, Nick Bosa, excuse me, plus 1,800 is a good one. Every time Keegs says anything, Duck's just beside himself. Everybody, and and on like, my I, on my screen, Duck. I don't know how he is on you guys. He's right above, right above Keegs, and so he's just just appalled. Staring this is down. like watching like. <laughs> did you guys are you guys too young to have ever watched Hollywood Squares? Yes, okay. all of Hollywood Squares. All right, well you know how like they're in the big three by three grid, and like someone below them will say, and they they look down like they're angry. That's kind of how Duck's coming off here with Keegs' commentary. Duck, who do you Not, like? I, 90s TV just made it out to Kentucky, so he's you know he's watching the two episodes. <laughs> he's watching the 1990s Atlanta Braves in his uh, spare time. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Doug. How'd you guys know I was a Braves fan? Because you live in 1990s Kentucky. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyways, gigs, get out of my head, bud. You were crushing it. I had it written down that it's going to be Pat Mahomes because I have him putting up a ridiculous stat line in this game and carrying the Chiefs. But I've also, you took my other guy, except it wasn't Sammy. It was McCole Hardman. He's the uh, guy that's going to have nobody looking at him. Sammy still has that name value for whatever reason. I don't know. And he did catch that touchdown last week. Everybody's going to be watching Tyreek. Who's going to cover Hardman, who I firmly believe is faster than Tyreek Hill? Wow. Who's going to cover him? Yeah. But and like you said, if it's uh, going to be in San Francisco, it's going to be because the defense is all over Mahomes, and that only spells Bosa. I was really upset when you said Bosa. I wanted to come to that screen and slap. See, him. okay, see, I misread your reaction. I thought your yeah, reaction was like you're a moron, but really it was like it's one brain, right? Yeah, I wanted to come through the screen and slap him because I was going to be the one that looked clever instead of him. Now I'm just piggybacking off of him and his crap and his genius. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Twenty four eighteen, baby. Right, twenty. 24- <laughs> well, if that's the case, it has to be Robbie Gold. He was money. He was gold. Plus right? ten thousand. Don't sleep on him. Uh, Wolf, He's- what do you think? 
I, I mean, I, I agree with what everyone's saying. I, I wouldn't put any money on any Chiefs other than Mahomes. If he wins, he's the NFL darling. Like, he's going to be the MVP no matter what happens in this game. So I'm not wasting any money on Watkins or Hardman. I, I, I would probably put some money on those guys and play your props. They both have some very interesting ones. I know, you know maybe some of you guys have those saved up when we get to player props. Uh, but it's either Mahomes or I'm actually going the opposite route here. If the Niners win, I think they have to win, a, win in a track race. And if that happens, I think it's George Kittle. The the Chiefs are horrible against the tight end. I think Garoppolo, you know, we saw that type of track meet game against the uh, the Saints earlier this year. He put up, you know, 350 and four TDs. I wouldn't be shocked if Kittle has a, a monster game. We'll look at those player props in a second. I can give you the stat line I'm predicting. But plus a thousand, I just see him, if the Niners do somehow win, Kittle's been so quiet these last two games. We can all see this guy just going completely apeshit, complete bananas. And I think plus a thousand uh, for the stats I'm thinking he's going to put up. Uh, that's where I'm going with my money if I'm not going Mahomes. Do you guys think the odds on Byron Pringle are too high or too low? Plus 55,000. <laughs> I mean, you could go Dante Pettis instead or, or Jordan Matthews, a nice 55,000. No, no, Pr- Pringle well. could slide in there, you know, and they're saying, oh, we're, everyone's going to be paying attention to Tyreek Hill. Who's no one paying attention to? He's like, Hardman. I was like, oh, I can think of somebody nobody's paying attention to if that's the criteria for winning. I don't think anyone's been paying attention to Byron Pringle for quite some time. 55,000 uh, uh, plus, you know, you put down a buck, win 550. Uh, that's the value bet. But uh, in all seriousness, I also kind of like Bo- Bosa on the San Francisco side. And, you know, you probably kind of have to be insane to pick anybody but Mahomes. But at the end of the day, they, they don't tell me they don't want Jimmy G up on that podium. The guy's extremely handsome. Um, mm. All right, let's go to number three. Who will win the, who will the MVP? Now, keep in mind, you know, a lot of this comes down to who you think the MVP is going to be. For instance, you guys probably have thought, well, what would uh, Mahomes say? But I mean, I've been spending the last few hours thinking, what would Byron Pringle say when he gets up on the stand? <laughs> like, what's he going to say? Who's he going to thank? What's Byron Pringle all about? Um, all right. Who's the MVP going to mention He's family first? and friends, for sure. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, he's going to you know, thank all of his buddies, right. the people that he grew yeah. up with in the state that he grew up in. Um, MVP <laughs> mentioning first in his speech, teammates plus 115. God, a close second at plus 250. You, you you don't want to sleep on God there, uh, the city or any city. Now, the question is, does that mean the team city or just any city? Like, can you get up there and be like, you know, thank you, Sacramento, California, or, you know, thank you, Tucson, Arizona. Does that count? I don't know. <laughs> Coach plus 500, owner plus 1,600, family or family members, or as we call it, the Pringle bet, and uh, does not mention any of the above plus 575. Wolf. Who's Byron Pringle going to mention first on the stand? <laughs> uh, again, if it's Pringle, obviously family. Right, we know obviously. he's a huge family guy. Like Every Sunday fam- after, after the games, he goes man. home for dinner. Huge family <laughs> man. Uh, but Mahomes, I, I think he's going teammates. I mean, yeah, I get like there is the narrative if Mahomes wins. He's like, this one's for my coach because it's his first win ever in the you know Super Bowl. I see it. And I guess if I'm chasing money, like plus 500 is a, a solid odds there. But they always I, – I don't know the stats. I actually would be intrigued to know – what is the most common thing? But I feel like it's teammates almost like nine out of ten times. Uh, he is, though, Mahomes, a, a Christian man. I just Googled, you know, is Mahomes religious? And there's a lot about him uh, being a very religious, you know, Christian faith man. So God could be in there, but I'm going teammates. I mean, he's no Philip Rivers. 
No, no, God, no. Ten <laughs> children. Uh, it's not. It's, he's not going to fake his family in that sense. It's it's the teammates. I'm going Mahomes' teammates. What do you think the odds are someone gets up there to uh, you know accept and they're about to start their speech and then Philip Rivers' music starts playing and he runs down the aisle and knocks him out of the way just so he can thank God before anybody else can get to the microphone? Probably a dad gummit. You should have thanked <laughs> the Holy Father. Uh, CJ, who, what do you think the MVP is going to – where is he going to go with his speech? You should let Keegs go first because I'm going to steal his luster, so I'm going to let him take his pick. All right, Keegs. All right, you've been given uh, the, the go-ahead. all your luster. <laughs> God, I liked his so article. Funny. I liked his article. That's why my little light bulb went Thank off you. and I heard it. All right. Thank you. But such a selfless man. Yeah, well, well, going off the article, which you can read now on RotorStreetJournal.com, um, if it's Mahomes, I think he goes coach. Uh, Wolf talked about, you know, the narrative that he was blowing off. But really, I I, I think Mahomes idolizes Andy Reid to a certain extent. And, um, you know, someone with so much experience who's done so much in this league and still hasn't won a big one. So I think, you know, in general, obviously the Chiefs, you know, want to win it for a variety of reasons. But I think a part, a big part of it is, you know, getting that monkey off Andy Reid's back. It must be a big-ass monkey sitting on his back. Riding around uh, on that walrus. And, <laughs> but it, if it's uh, if it's the Niners and it's Jimmy G, I like family and my big. Re- I I know Jimmy G. You know that he's probably got like a big Italian family with like twelve brothers or something. But also, Jimmy is a ladies' man through and through. He knows what he's doing up there, and he knows that nothing will get the white women of America wetter than him going up there and shouting out his mom on national TV. They're going to love it, and he's going to be swimming in it for weeks. Not that he wouldn't be anyway. I know. So I like family if it's Jimmy G. That'll be good for him because, yeah, he's probably having a hard time sealing the deal with some of these women right now. <laughs> yeah, he definitely struggles. Yeah, he really... I would say, I would, to go off that, I would say, I don't know that if he's done this before, but I assume when Brady's won the MVP, he's probably gone with his parents first, and he's a big... He's probably just going to copy whatever Brady said. All right, that's fair. Uh, Doc, what do you think? Uh, If it's Mahomes that wins the MVP, he's going to thank the people that create his earplugs to keep that annoying, shrill girlfriend of his out of his ears. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, obviously he's going to – I think he's going to go with his family first, especially that girlfriend, because you know she's going to go on a tirade in his ears if she, she does not get some love and respect right off the bat. Yeah, I was going to say I could see Mahomes like thanking his dad or something like that. And uh, if it's Jimmy G, he's going to thank his beautician. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what about that porn star he dated? Uh-huh. I don't know. No. Maybe she gave, maybe she gave him something. He's not going to thank her. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, we're going to move forward. First touchdown scored in the big game, Damian Williams, Raheem Mostert, those are your favorites, uh, but Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Kittle following shortly thereafter. Uh, CJ, who do you like to score the first touchdown in the Super Bowl? Um, I was kind of annoyed when Duck started talking about McCall Hardman for everything because he's on a lot of my prop bets. So I'm going to say I'm, something like this, I'd just do, I'd do uh, McCall Hardman. I like the odds. I, these, I don't really like to pick favorites in these. and just kind of It's kind of random. Plus two thousand Hardman. Okay, so twenty and one odds on him. Keegs, who do you like? Uh, I'm going uh, Manuel Sanders at plus sixteen hundred right now. I think he's had a really slow playoff for them, and I think if they're going to do anything through the passing game, they're going to have to get him going early. And I think they'll emphasize him. They get down to the red zone. I'll get the first one. Doc, who's getting in the end zone first? Uh, San Francisco's getting in the end zone first. 
the first 15 plays or whatever are usually very heavily scripted. You don't really see many trick plays, so half that list on the bottom is gone. I'm inclined to say it's going to be Debo Samuel. He's, aside from Kittle, the featured receiver on that team. And Tevin Coleman, usually the goal line back. We don't even know if he's playing for sure. So I'm betting on like a little three-yard out to Debo. Debo's great at creating separation. I'm going Debo. But during that whole take, you know, we've seen you look disgusted during some takes. The Wolf looked concerned. That's that's, that's the look I would best get. He was like, like pensive and then maybe a little bit concerned. What's on your mind, Wolf? I, well, Coleman I, practiced in full today, uh, and, and the, he's expected to go. And as you mentioned, the goal line black, you're getting plus 1,600 on that. I would not be shocked at all. Everybody looking at Mostert after that huge week. I could see Coleman. I mean, there's a bet where he, for him to get two touchdowns is like over 2,000. So I don't hate the Coleman play. I, I don't hate either. You know, Tyree kills plus 900. Like, who would be shocked if this game opens up with just a Tyree kill cheetah, given the peace sign? Plus 900 is great, but I, I'm sticking with my my man Kittle. I think he's going to blow up. We're going to get to the player pops in a second. And I, I think he starts off the scoring and he just keeps it going all game. So I'm all about the Kittle blow up plus a thousand. I think it's a great early bet. And I, again, he's going to light up the scoreboard this week. I'm also going with Kittle at plus a thousand. Um, all the reasons the Wolf said he's a smart guy. I'll, I'll shout out uh, CJ too, though. You said earlier Mahomes, you know, running a lot more often. We saw that great run against Tennessee where he broke like eight tackles. I, a Q sneak getting in there at plus two thousand. If you guys are going for you know Hardman and all these others, to me the Mahomes one seems that much more realistic, especially the way he's been taken off lately. So if I'm going real big odds, I don't hate that one at all. Denny, you guys are any of you in like a Super Bowl like square pool where you get the squares with the score in them? Anybody yeah, in one? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in one, too. It was uh, randomly assigned numbers and stuff like that, and I got a really good number. I got 0-7, and uh, so I'm, I'm very excited about this. Like it's, I rarely do these things, but when Duck said the 49ers are going to score first, that made me very excited because I have 0 Chiefs, 7 49ers. So that's like a number. You, you could get that every quarter, potentially, something like that. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That, <laughs> It's, what if you got if you got like four eight or something for instance for that's what I'm right, saying. You're gonna be like, man, this sucks. And then you just you're just we're, watching we're just gold just kick over. those field goals. We're just glossing over. Can can someone tell me what eight plus seven plus three is? Eighteen. Uh, carry the there one. There we go. Uh, oh, that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Touchdown with a two late. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Right. Also, eight plus eight plus two. So touchdown, uh, two point conversion twice, and then a safety. So, you know, don't, don't, rule, don't rule that out. All right, uh, we want three player props, over, under, TDs, whatever you feel good about per position, uh, and I want at least one Hail Mary that is like, you know, plus 500 or better. I'm going to start with the Wolf. Um, who you got? What are, you, what are some of your favorite player uh, props for the game? Pretty much they're going to all be Hail Marys. I do my betting just like my DFS. I, I don't go for 50-50s, you know, good sure things. If you want a sure thing, will Kansas City have a rushing touchdown in the first half plus 115? Yes, that's the surest, you know, thing I think. Easily either Damian Williams or Mahomes. But other than that, I like to go for the blow up. So I'd like Jimmy G for 302 TDs at 250. Mm. And I, I also think, though, if he's going to go for 300, he's probably going to be going for like 350. So there's also the spicier 325 
75 and two TDs at 375. So I like that a lot. Uh, my Hail Mary, though, I do think Mahomes is also going for 403. Again, I'm always the optimist, just fantasy blow you up are, stats. You I do think, I think it's going to be a track meet, though. I really do think it's going to be like that Saints one I'd not see in the tough defense because they, they do so many RPOs. I saw another great stat. I think CJ showed me that one where the only two teams to put up a lot of points against the Niners were the Cardinals and the uh, Saints, and both run the RPOs more than anybody other than the Chiefs, who run it more than anyone in the NFL, and that breaks down the zone defense that they run so well. So I can see Mahomes just lighting up the scoreboard, Jimmy G having to play uh, catch-up mode, but the one I really feel good about, if Jimmy G is playing that catch-up mode, he's going to be going to Kittle early and often, and there's a plus 3,500 for Kittle to go 150 and two TDs. Now, if he does that, I think he's a lock for MVP. So you lock in plus a thousand plus this stat line for George Kittle. You're looking at a ridiculous parlay uh, that could just blow up. And if you don't want to be that risky, he's only plus 550 for 120 and a score for Kittle. Uh, and he's plus 800 for two TDs. So there's a lot of different parlays angles to attack Kittle. But I love just I'm interested to hear what you guys say, but they have all these interesting player parlays now on Bovado. So now it's like you just pick who do you think is going to blow up and who's going to have that monster stat line and you go with them. And to me, it's going to be Kittle. He's the guy I see just lighting up this game. CJ, rebuttal? Um, I'm sticking with McCole Hardman still. I um, There's the 49ers, their defense, their secondary is so fucking slow. And if they get him into man coverage, they're going to get roasted. Uh, a lot of a lot of eyes on Tyreek. I just think he really has a chance to. And with him, if he only, he only needs to catch three or four balls to go over 100. So I have him um, the easiest, in my opinion, the easiest bet. It is uh, minus 120, but his over-under for total yardage is 24 and a half yards. That's one catch for him. And then um, his, like, whatever that was, that player prop thing that Trickoff was talking about, uh, 100-plus yards and only one touchdown is plus 3,000. 100 to win 3,000. Might as well. Might as well. Keegs, what do you think? Um, I got a couple of Mahomes ones. Mahomes attempts over 35 and a half. I think it's just, you know, it's modern day NFL. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's going to throw 40 passes. That's minus 135. So that's a soft one, but it's, it's, it's an easy one. Uh, Mahomes, two plus touchdown passes in any quarter is plus 235. I like that. Maybe go off in the second quarter, get, get another one late. Um, I've talked myself into yes on if there's going to be a flea flicker because I've just run through in my head and I, I think it's a perfect move for both teams because either the Chiefs are loading up the box against a team that runs like crazy. You flip it back to Jimmy, and he's actually got an open throw to make. Or San Francisco's trying to take advantage of when the Chiefs are susceptible when they run the ball, and then you flip it back. You got Tyree Kill already got half a step on a DB. It's game over. Um, and then for a little more of a Hail Mary, Chiefs win by between 7 and 12 points, plus 450. Okay, all pretty solid picks. I also have convinced myself there's going to be a flea flicker. flicker. I don't even know which team. I could see both teams trying it, as a matter of fact. Yep. Doc, what do you think? Everybody's been stealing about everything I had written down. Uh, I had, like Wolf was talking about, Kittle just absolutely dominating this game, making Kelsey look like the second best tight end in the game because he is. Hmm. Kittle, I have Kittle going for 120 plus in two scores. I have Mahomes' uh, 38 pass attempts. I was very specific with it. Completing over 65% of his passes for 400-plus and three touchdowns. So Wolf was in my head there. But uh, And then CJ was talking about Nicole Hardman. I had Hardman for 150-plus and a touchdown. Damn. Wow. Ooh. 
I think bottom was, of Cole Hardman love on this show today. Wolf, wasn't that a, wasn't that plus eight thousand to go over one twenty five and a touchdown? <laughs> yeah, it was. So you got to go for that duck. Throw throw a quick 10, 10 spotter on there, and you're winning eight hundred bucks if McColl does what you think he's going to do. And the, again, the case isn't the horrible. Their they their <laughs> receivers are slow as as all hell. I mean, I might have been completely wrong on that, but yeah, it's. I, did you say how much CJ for ten bucks is eight hundred? I said throw fifty on for four thousand. Oh, man. <laughs> seriously, that. That'll pay for like it's... a chunk of that wedding. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, and if I lost it, you would get me searching for a new uh, content provider. I would be hanging from a noose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, seriously, uh, we have to agree right now. If Byron Pringle ha- has even one big play, like we have to agree that like you're gonna like send me some sort of reverent texts where you're just like, man, you're a really really solid asset to the Profit. program. Okay. Oh wait, can I wait now? Can I have one? I forgot. Yeah, um... go ahead. I thought we were just talking player props, but I did have a few, like a one smaller one that. Um, Lay it on. I don't. I don't know. This is just kind of off the top of my head, but I don't know. It feels like it happens almost every year that the kicker hits the upright, either on an extra point or a field goal in the Super Bowl. I think it's yeah, happened like, that, like yeah. four to five years or something. Yeah, I'll just I don't even know if that's a fact, but it's uh, plus three fifty. So that was one. That I think it happened last year. And that's it happened cool. in yeah. the it happened in the Atlanta Super Bowl, and it happened in the um, Eagles too. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I actually looked at that one and thought about it too because it, it, I don't have the numbers, but it also seems like that happens more often than it doesn't. I um, really like that. Keys, you said it was plus 235 for Mahomes to throw multiple TDs in one quarter? Yeah, plus 235. I didn't see any, that one. That's, I, that's like a lock, in my opinion. That He uh, is yeah. absolutely going to throw at least two. You know, that they do that so often. Just We saw, what, 24 points in one quarter against the, the, uh, fucking Texans earlier this offseason. I, I I really love that one. That's a great one. Texans. Give me a fucking break. The a te- joke. But Texans. Yeah. It's going to happen. Easily. Yeah. At points. least they have a good GM now. Well, who's their GM? Who's their GM now? Bill O'Brien. Jesus. Yeah. What? Yeah, let's watch this inept. They gave him a promotion. Yeah, <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, my God. I'm glad I haven't been paying any attention to anything for the last a couple weeks or whatever. That's terrible. All right. Pre-game props, national anthem props. How long is it going to take Demi Lovato to sing the national anthem? Over two minutes. Uh, that's a smart bet, I guess. Uh, minus 260, under two minutes. We're just flying through it, plus 175. We're going to go around rapid fire. Duck, what do you think? You're mad because everyone keeps taking yours, so I'm going to you first on the Demi Lovato one. Yeah. That song's not usually sung at a high tempo. I pay a lot of attention to music. That girl has got a cast iron set of pipes. She can pierce the air. She's going. She loves doing long, drawn out solo. She's going about twenty seconds over two minutes. All right, Wolf. <laughs> cast iron set of pipes. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Holy shit! She's definitely going over. I agree with everything, but holy hell! <laughs> <laughs> cast iron set. Of this pipes. is what happens when Duck gets to go first. Uh, when no one steals his thunder, he gives you gems like that. Go ahead, <laughs> CJ. CJ, what do you think? <laughs> oh, me? Oh, I didn't. It cut out. Um, oh, oh, so okay. I'm gonna. This is a, this is like a sketchy Vegas number. It's such a low total. I'm gonna go under. Oh wow. Okay, mm-hmm. Keys. What do you think? Uh, as as the resident uh, expert here with a three year winning streak here on the uh, national anthem and always being that weird guy in the corner that's got a stopwatch out while everyone's listening to the anthem and the girls are wondering what the hell I'm doing. Um, I'm taking the over, but I'm not betting it because minus 260 is not even worth it. 
Yeah, I'm also taking the over. I know of, I believe, two other national anthems that Demi Lovato has sung uh, at fairly high-profile events. I feel like there was maybe a World Series game and maybe some sort of all-star game uh, in the last couple of years, and she went over two minutes on both of those. So I don't see any reason why she would fly through this one. This is the biggest platform you can be on. You might as well really ham it up out there. Um, is she going to be wearing a skirt, dress, or gown? Yes, minus 175. No, plus 135. Um, Wolf, what do you think? Skirt, dress, or gown? I mean, pretty good money. No yeah. doubt. She's yeah. definitely I mean, dressed enough for the biggest stage. Dressed to the nines, right? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Not a doubt in my mind. CJ? Yeah, the two pictures that I saw of her on Google of her singing the Nash Anthem, she's in a dress slash skirt in both of those, so I'm going to say yes. Keegs? I'm going to go no. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Grammys last year, last week, but she had a very uh, emotional performance at the Grammys. She killed it, and also she was dressed up like crazy, had this big elaborate gown on, so I think you know the following week. And she's kind of a country girl. She's from like New Mexico or something weird like that. One of those places that like, doesn't really exist. <laughs> so uh, I think I think maybe she'll tone it down a little bit, and maybe just like a nice pantsuit or something. Gaga wore a pantsuit. People forget. Um, go exactly. ahead, uh, Duck. What do you think? Uh, I kind of took a little different route with it, but I'm going with yes. Yeah, she's going to wear a skirt, but for kind of different reasons. This is going to sound bad, but she's coming out of rehab for like drug abuse and everything, and the uh, attention she got was a big factor that kind of pushed her over the edge i'm thinking she's going to want to try to stay like low profile and so she's going to dress for the occasion i like that so like, analysis for sure kind of like an ankle <laughs> like going somewhere else kind of like <laughs> an <laughs> a- ankle length like mormon skirt or what oh no no she'll she'll definitely be a little bit of a harlot and show some knee <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay oh, this is... i would have i would have went the opposite then i would have said like a like a like a pantsuit or something Bless you. like what like sweatpants um, <laughs> 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 halftime show props which of these uh j-lo songs is gonna be sung first at halftime what do you guys think uh, on the floor is the current favorite jenny from the block following shortly after let's get loud uh live it up those are the top four um, Keegs, what do you think? What do you think J Lo is going to start with? Believe it or not, uh, as you know, the resident young guy here, I guess I don't know, Duck and I are you know comparable, I think. But um, <laughs> I, I, I really like. I don't know people my age. Like you, you just know J Lo as like the the hot lady that's famous. I don't really know her even really as a musician, to be brutally honest. But obviously, Jenny's on the blocks a classic, and just listening to the intro, I, and it's just such a it's such a well known song. I just feel like that's a good one to kind of work our way into it. So I'm going that plus four twenty five. As the second part of the young guy tag team, what do you think, Duck? Uh, I this is the only one that I heard come up in the chat. Wolf was uh, locking it. I'm gonna steal it from you. I'm going for waiting for tonight. Ah, oh, come on! Don't steal my thunder. Your thunder's been stolen. You get to talk dirty about her. I'm stealing your thunder right here. That's how the youth of America are right now, Wolf. Stealing shit. Oh, stealing yeah. shit all the time. Well, thanks for stealing my thunder. But it's 100% plus 1,100 waiting for tonight. One, the odds are insane. And two, what perfect song to open up a Super Bowl set. We've all been waiting for tonight. Like, you can just see. I, I love parlaying this, too, with her being suspended in air and her, like, kind of flying. That's plus 300 if anybody's going to be suspended in air. She's definitely coming down suspended with, like, a, a low guy. If you know that song, it builds a lot. And it's going to be a big dramatic entrance. And it's going to break into 
Olivia. It's like one of her originals too. Plus eleven hundred. I feel like the last few years the artists have always gone like their their first big hit, and that's one of hers, and it just fits the mood so well. So plus eleven hundred, such a good odd for waiting for tonight. Uh, it makes perfect sense. I'm all about it. Uh, CJ, thoughts? No, it's it's all right. So they're doing like this like Latino flair thing. Like let's let's get loud, and it's not even close. Get the crowd into it. It has like the little like jingle in the background. They're all like the Spanish people are going the, crazy. The Latino <laughs> flair. This is this is the <laughs> universal sign for the Latino flair. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what's happening. Um, and Keegs, you know, you say like you're so young. She's just this hot person. You don't really know of her as a musician. I mean, I'm maybe not as young. I'm maybe a couple years older than you, but. There's another demographic of people out there that aren't young but are older and were just like completely strung out on drugs on on fish tour when she came out and doesn't know a single song she ever wrote. So, um, yeah, so we're in the same boat, but I thought your argument was pretty good. Um, Shakira. But first question, who, I'm just going to go around real quick. Who do you prefer, not their music, because I know none of you listen to any of their music, but who, who are you more into, Shakira or J-Lo? Starting with you, Wolf. Ooh. Oh, it's got it's got to be J Lo, and I, there's just some a deep seated history there. It's actually my my first ever nut was busted to J Lo when I was babysitting one night, and I was like, oh, what? Yeah, wa- watching my parents' house, yeah, and I, I wait, you just were babysitting? I I wasn't even babysitting because I didn't have any younger siblings at the time. Well, that's I why I was confused. House. I was like, you were out on like a oh, babysitting gig, sitting. like oh no, God, no. okay, because house you know, sitting is different than babysitting. You're like first night alone at the house, you know, and they're finally oh, like, yeah, we can leave, and like you're you're so responsible. Well, let's download some viruses on your computer. Uh, but, but no, it, she's the first ever the, the nut of all time. You know, J Lo music videos. She she's got the ass. I'm an ass guy, and Shakira does too. Don't get me wrong. I mean, wherever, whenever, we've all seen that. We've all enjoyed that thoroughly at, at one time or another. But ultimately, to me, it's J-Lo. It's no doubt. CJ? First of all, I can't wait to clip that and throw it on Instagram. Tomorrow. What, that he busted a nut when he was babysitting? <laughs> There's a couple, couple like, Uh-oh. six-year-olds from the neighborhood. Wolf seemed like a fairly reputable guy. <laughs> Waiting that, for that's like, you, you might have just become the sketchiest RSJ guy. CJ is like, well, I, <laughs> yeah, the heat's really, off me for a while. <laughs> um, I like the older women. I like the thicker women. I'm going JLo. It's not even close. Keeks? I think it's close, but oh, JLo is just timeless. Yeah. Duck? First off, CJ, you know at her current age, she probably can't get pregnant, right? Yeah, she's I think she's fifty one, isn't she? Uh, you, they're doing know. crazy things now with with fertility drugs, but uh, you make a fair point. Yeah, but uh, Lord, I hope my fiance doesn't end up listening to this. It's Shakira all day, every day. Those hip gyrations are absolutely illegal. They don't lie. They, they have brought many a man into puberty, myself included. <laughs> It is Shakira all day. I was, what, maybe 13, 14 when Hips Don't Lie came out. And I saw it whenever, wherever before then. And I was like, my jaw just kind of hit the floor. My mother looked at me funny and I had to make up a lie real quick as to what was wrong with me. Yeah, it's Shakira all day. Uh, I'm also... That tiny little poke we see, duckling. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, Mom. Um... I'm also gonna I'm also gonna side with Duck and say it's Shakira definitely and I'll I'll follow that up with a story. I was babysitting this one time and I no, just, anyway. 
<laughs> no, uh, it's Shakira, in my opinion. She's I've never been that into J Lo. I don't know why. I think possibly it's because like she has can. Uh, consistently affiliated herself with guys that I think are huge douchebags. And so I suspect that she's just kind of like a douche herself. Anyway, I like Shakira better. Uh, which songs do we think uh, she, well, of these songs, what do you think Shakira is going to open with at halftime? She Wolf, Whenever, Wherever, Dare, Hips Don't Lie, La Tortura, which I believe is Spanish for the torture. Um, <laughs> Duck, what's she going to open with? La Tortura. All day, every day. I love it. The torture. I mean, she's going to tor- be torturing us our whole performance. It's only fitting that she's going to be out there starting with that. And I really hope my fiance doesn't pay attention to me during that performance. All right. <laughs> Duckling, what's that little poke I you see? Need to, you need someone to create a diversion? Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. CJ, can you get to Kentucky? <laughs> just, like, knock on the window and then just hop on a plane and get out of there. Wolf, what do you think? What's you going to open with? It's got to be hips, don't lie. The, the hit of the trumpet note, what an opener that will be. The, burp, and then, you know, she comes out. She's going to come out with hips blazing. Absolutely, hips don't lie. CJ. Waka, waka. Same, same no, reason. That's soccer. That's soccer. That, they already did that. Cross that one off the Wait, list. Horrible. You know what they call soccer in the rest of the world, don't you? Uh, yeah, the, the beautiful game. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what I was looking for. Oh, uh, yeah. I gotta go with She Wolf too. By the way, it's like my namesake. She's gonna be singing to me directly. She Wolf. Would that put her over J Lo in your book if she pulls that off? No, no way. First nut always has a special place in my heart. Have you ever babysat before? Me? Yeah, like for real. <laughs> I mean, that's a, yes, I have, but okay. I did not tug to fucking J Lo when I did it. I love the fact <laughs> that now, if sad. if like you are expl- telling a story about babysitting, you now need to just like kind of just upfront be like, just to be clear, I kept I in my pants the whole time. <laughs> Thank goodness, Keys. Uh, I uh, I love the waka waka pick. First of all, that song just fucking slaps. It's so good. And I, I think, you know, if J-Lo starts us off, you know, giving us a little attitude, a little bit of this and that, and then you just break in with Shakira with Waka Waka, I think it's perfect. Agreed. Um, that's what I'm going with, too. All right, post-game props. What color Gatorade? Um, me and CJ have a debate we got to settle. Oh, okay, go quick, ahead. Real quick. Is... Will they twerk is actually a bet, and twerk is defined by Bovada as a dance move involving thrusting hip movements in a low squatting stance. I have a follow-up question to that. Plus though. 170 is the yes, and, and it's negative whatever for negative 260, I think, for the no. Uh, I think it's a lock, and, and CJ claims is a cultural divide or whatever, but ultimately the, the, she has a song called like Big Booty, and that is pure twerk nation. Like They both have asses. She's going to play that. They're both going to twerk to it together, probably on each other. Duck's going to lose his fucking mind, probably ruin his fiance and engagement in one fell swoop. But I'm telling you, they're twerking. And you can even pair that with Will JLo show butt cleavage at plus 250. That's also <laughs> happening. Uh, it's going to be the best you know, halftime show that anybody's ever seen. What guy, I want to ask a question real quick. When they say, will they twerk? Does that mean they're twerking in unison or like, will either of them just twerk? One of them has to twerk. Oh, only one of them? Oh, no, I think no. it's said both. I feel like it's if it's both. just one of them, that, it that's money and. in the bank. Quit paying yeah, it, CJ. doesn't matter. They are going to twerk. They, either way, they're both going to twerk together to no. the big song and it's going to happen. Well, it, so CJ, why do you think it's not? In the wolf's mind, like they're going to like, make out, they're going to make out and stuff. 
If you think of both of them, JLo is known for like she's a legitimate dancer. She's mm-hmm. 50 years old and she's like a she's like one of those performers, like a like a backup dancer, like does like all the moves and like all that stuff. She's not a twerker. Twerker is like a 22 year old girl at a club. Like yeah. she, she's never twerked in her life. And then Shakira is like the hip, like sideways, slaps her ass sideways, does all that stuff. There's no front to back for either of them. And that neither of them okay. are going to twerk. Neither of them are going to bend over and shake their asses. But That's at least like, as good as any of the football analysis we've gotten on this episode. That was pretty solid. That was I'd pretty solid. Post-game props. What color Gatorade or whatever liquid it is will they be pouring on the winning coach? Lemon, uh, the lime green, yellow, uh, you know, cocktail, <laughs> plus 400. Uh, clear oh. water, plus 650. Orange, plus 575. Red, plus 375. Blue, plus 750. Purple, even. Wow. Even odds on the purple, huh? Somebody must know something. You know the, you know the hey. truth behind this. I, I don't even think it's a debate at this point. Let's see Jay reveal the truth behind this. So I'm in, on Twitter. I'm in like a little gambling community a little bit. And someone texted me yesterday and they go, hop on purple. It's plus 900 right now. And he goes, one of my friends who's, I mean, this is like, who knows? He just like take it with a grain of salt, but just throw money on it just in case. That And it makes sense. Um, it started with the Chiefs, I believe. Uh, their equipment manager asked for purple for Kobe Bryant as a tribute, um, and then and then that came, and then in, like a few minutes later, he was like, "Yeah, the Forty Nine ers gonna do the same thing." So that's why the purple it steamed all the way from plus. I got a plus nine hundred at twelve o'clock. I texted Keegs at like one thirty or something, and it was already down to plus three fifty, and now it's off the book everywhere. I just got a great text from a guy I know from Road Street Journal. Get bodied, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> the website is Jennifer Lopez twerking in booty video. I'll anyway, watch that later. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, 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 it's like we'll, the JFK, we'll, we'll uh, the JFK thing. Right, back and to the left, like and we were saying, like, uh, hey, there. we'll we'll get we'll get to the film after. All right, fair enough. Um, all right, any other strange bets? Any of you guys want to talk about before we take off? Any anything else that's jumped out that you just feel like we would be remiss if we didn't mention it before we get off the air? A hundred percent. I've got quite a few here that I, I want to make oh, sure to cover. Yeah. Most right. of them centered around Andy Reid. Uh, the first one is, will Andy Reid eat a, a cheeseburger before the Super Bowl broadcast is over at plus 1,400? Uh, I, I got to know, though, is that mean like during the post game? Because I could totally see a joke because there was some sort of story that came out recently about him eating a cheeseburger like right after the game. Like, can't you see him giving his speech and like Mahomes running up like coach, your favorite and giving him a cheeseburger and him having a bite? Like, does that count as part of the broadcast or does it mean during the game? Because that would be so. I think the Super Bowl like speeches have to be part of the broadcast, right? Because if so. I actually don't hate that. I could see a total joke being made by like one of the players bringing him a cheeseburger while he talks. Obviously not on the sideline, pulling one out of his pocket. You know, he wouldn't be surprised if he has a couple pocket cheeseburgers on it. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Just a quick, quick, quick snack along the sideline. Uh, I love that one. There's also, will he wear a Hawaiian shirt during the game? I don't think that's going to happen. But man, the image of that walrus in a Hawaiian shirt on the sidelines would be 
be just uh, incredible. Uh, but the one that I actually do genuinely think is uh, a solid bet is will a player be ejected for throwing a punch or fighting? Uh, you get plus one uh, plus 800 for yes. And there is clearly some some hot headed personalities on both sides of the ball uh, that that have no disregard for humanity or uh, other, you know, anything, any laws or rules. So uh, a, a swing being thrown is I, I always kind of throw one on that in the Super Bowl where emotions are at their highest. And especially with Richard Sherman, you know, obviously Tyreek Hill on the other side. Like, there's certainly some history and uh, bad blood between. Yeah, but Tyreek Tyree Hill's not playing against women or children, so yeah, he's probably exactly. not going to be coming out <laughs> swimming. I mean, these are these yeah. are other men. Exactly, but I, I, I wanted to highlight those ones. I don't know if you guys found any others that were worth mentioning. Any other great ones? By the way, just so you, if, if you're wondering, uh, wal- walruses generally eat uh, mollusks, mollusks like clams, stuff like that. So. Um, if somebody brought Andy Reid a couple clams on the half shell, that would actually <laughs> probably be better. So what we're hearing is when Belichick retires, Reid's going to come up to Boston and be the coach. All the clam chowder he can ask for. How would you guys feel about Andy Reid becoming the coach of the New England Patriots? I'd be fine with that. I mean, I love Andy Reid, yeah. but that, unless if that meant Bill Belichick was like retiring and then we got Andy Reid as successor, of course. I fucking love him. Smart um, mind. Yeah. Okay. All right. There's um, a lot of weird puppy bowl bets too. I don't know if you guys saw some of those, but like, will it be a purebred <laughs> or a mixed breed? Uh, will a puppy attempt to mate? Will will a yeah, puppy a attempt to mate? Plus three fifty. I might be the oldest person here, but I know that's not okay. Might yeah. be. <laughs> My, my favorite of the Puppy Bowl was, will Michael Vick send a tweet about the Puppy Bowl during yeah. it? Like, they're oh, just asking for fucking backlash there. Like, what, what's he going to fucking tweet? Are you they kidding? made he him a special guest does. referee. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> special yeah. guest referee. You, got, you guys watching the Vick 30 for 30 tonight? I didn't know there was. Because I sure as fuck am. I don't know yeah. if it's tonight, Ooh. but if it's either tonight or tomorrow, I don't know. I'm very excited. My fiance doesn't like sports. I don't get to watch it whenever she's around mo- much. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, any good prop bets you want to share? By the way, lots of uh, lots of videos so, floating around now of J Lo twerking. Yeah. So, well, no, no. So I actually just watched the film of those, and one of those is actually the song was called "Twerk," and she doesn't even twerk in it. Um, and then the other, mm, the this, beginning of that other one, it was just her backstage, like with her friends, as a joke. This, uh, I haven't actually watched them. I just saw the headline. She doesn't do it. She doesn't do it in public. Um, yeah, those. Are, that's all click clickbait. That is clickbait. Uh, that's cheap, man. That's yeah. cheap. So I don't have any funny ones. I did. I was thinking when I was looking at the um, some of the halftime ones. Will Jayla do a Selena cover? I know Netflix is doing a Selena documentary pretty soon. So I don't know. Maybe I could get like a little few verses in there. But that's the only one I really saw. I like popped up to. Geeks. Um. I got a couple. Uh, I got the under on both uh, number of Instagram posts for Mahomes' unbearable girlfriend and TikTok posts for his awful brother. Uh, because I, the, the Instagram one, I'm nervous about because I don't know if stories count. Because if stories count, the over under is four and a half. She's going to knock that out by noon on Sunday, if that's the case. But if we're just talking Instagram posts, which is what it says, it says how many posts on Instagram, how many public posts will she make? I think four and a half is way too high for, you know, a day that she's obviously going to have a lot going on. She has, you know, people to scream at and, and you know, bugs to eat or whatever she does. So <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the under there. And TikTok, that one's even easier because, you know, I, I, I don't know a lot about TikTok, but I know that you got to record an entire video, put it out there. 
the little Mahomes has got a big following there, and he's just not going to be throwing together videos willy-nilly. Five and a half is the over-under there, so I'm taking the under there as well. I also like just a couple of random ones. Uh, we got Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on the call, so I like yes to mentioning the spread or point total on the broadcast. It's plus 155. I think it'll just throw them a bone. Like, you know, gambling is becoming more accepted in, in the sports world. And then the last one, I actually just saw this right before we started recording. Uh, I don't typically bet on stuff for the commercials because, like, it's all so predetermined that it just makes me nervous. But you can uh, bet on which is going to come first, uh, Mike Bloomberg commercial or Donald Trump. And Bloomberg is plus 190. And he's just been hounding football commercials the whole postseason, the whole end YouTube of the regular too. season. He's all over YouTube. Yeah. And I think, you know, Trump's going to have something big, but I think he's going to wait till like the second half where people are really invested and they're watching their screens and they're waiting. And Bloomberg's going to have like 46 different commercials and probably, you know, one right after kickoff. So I think that at plus 190 is, is a good one. I feel like I heard Trump's doing a halftime interview. Is that right? With Sean Hannity, maybe not halftime, but like I, I feel like Trump's actually doing an interview with Sean Hannity or yeah, something. Yeah, I think I should. I, think like I, that. I saw that too. Yeah. Duck, and the timing of that is interesting, though, because you can they'll do the interview and then his ad's going to play right after. Right. So no, it's, it's going to be it's, it's key whenever that is. I agree. I agree. That's going to swing Keegs's bet right there, depending on what the timing of that interview is. Yeah. Duck, you're deep in the heart of Trump country. What do you think? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, local news stations forced uh, Trump on him. He well, he actually didn't win Lexington, but he won Kentucky resoundingly. Uh, yeah, I'm betting on Trump having the first commercial, but the one, the kind of funny one I've got, will there be a Fortnite dance touchdown celebration? And my thought is, God, I hope not. Oh man, I hope so. One, I hate the floss (laughs) and two, that game is hot garbage. That's such a Kelsey thing to do. (laughs) It is a Kelsey thing to do. That is a Kelsey thing to do. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to do a Fortnite dance. Uh, yeah. Keep him out oh, of the end zone. Love you. I do this Fortnite dance. Look at me floss. <laughs> <laughs> now you just sound like my home. That's yeah. his baby stepping voice. Ooh, ouch. Wow. All right. Uh, any, any other good ones, Duck? Or, or is that, that it for you? No, that was it for me. All right. Cool. Guys, I really enjoyed this. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a great, great prop bet spectacular. You know, I enjoyed it just as much for the content as, you know, just hearing all these. I like it. CJ. I do hope you'll make a clip of that, you know that baby, that babysitting <laughs> bit because it doesn't get much better than that. And um, that was the fall of the RSG. Right. Never heard it again. Right. You're gonna be like you're gonna be like our super fan, uh, uh, Mikey Nine. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I forgot uh, about that. He's doing eight to twelve. Um, uh, anyway. I've yeah, been one in my pocket. The fall of the RSJ is coming right now. I was wanting to say it at the beginning to Nat. Nat, it's nice to see you out of the retirement home. We thank you for getting away from the early bird special, and hopefully your Cialis has not worn off yet. Oh, God. Cialis, <laughs> it never wears off. I'm oh, rock hard all the time. Um, <laughs> Now we definitely are going to be done. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm trying to be cool and fit in with you guys. I, was like, I haven't said anything that controversial. I'm going to get a text. Matthew Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these degenerates you're hanging out with? Oh, man. <laughs> CJ looking less and less sketchy every minute of this podcast that goes by. Um, at least all, it's all relative, folks. All hey, right, guys. It's, it's 20, been a really good time. <laughs> I'm Nat the Truth Jones, joined by Keegs, Duck, 
CJ, the Wolf. Wolf, you want to pump your social media, say anything before we take off? Of course, we are the RotoStreetJournal.com. We breed and feed fantasy wolves. Uh, this is obviously a little bit of a departure of our usual fantasy football-based content, but it's the best game of the year and our favorite way to cover it. Uh, you can also find us at RotoStreetJournal on Facebook and Instagram, RotoSTJournal on Twitter. I'm RotoStreetWolf on Twitter if you want to interact, and all these other guys have their handles too, and we just love talking football. We're already pumping out our 2020 stuff and doing huge things this year, so if it's your first time, follow us there. Subscribe to the fantasy fullback dive we're going to pave that path to your 2020 titles all right guys it's been a blast we will see you next time go niners <laughs> we used to have it all but now's our curtain call so hold for the applause oh, oh, oh. and wave out to the crowd and take our final bow oh it's our time to go but at least we stole the show Football right there, folks.